Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the drills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DDP, the BD elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DDP, the BD elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, and this is BD Elite. Yes, this is the day where you're... you're yeah, we're your dynamates. That's, that's right. That's Not your NXT friends. I'll tell you something though. But it's coming it's home. It's coming home, <laughs> guys. I'm uh, full disclosure right off the bat. Um, I'm I'm pretty exhausted. You're exhausted. Why are you so yeah, tired? You, we went to watch the game earlier. England, we went. England, we, we listened to JBL on those Vax commercials, yeah, and we, we went, to the, went bar, to the bar and had a beer. We watched the game. the game. Yeah, and uh, we drank quite a quite a bit. Uh, it was very nervous. The game and yeah, England won. And did they? And yeah, uh, we're going to the final. We're going home. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. Uh, England, Italy on Sunday. But yeah, I'm I'm exhausted. Yeah, I've kind of. The, the the drunk buzz has died off and right. now it was just AEW and uh yeah. Yeah. Well, I apologize for myself tonight. <laughs> I'm I I'm not gonna have opinions on anything. It's coming we, home. <laughs> yeah, it's it's coming home, guys. Uh yeah, we did up next last night. We covered NXT and we were really high on NXT this week, so definitely check out that show. But then today we recorded some shows for our Patreon. Of course, mm. we're doing a deep blue sea show yes. this Sunday to start off Shark Week, Shark Week 2021 with the 1999 movie with Samuel L. Jackson, A Shark Eats Him. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk all about that. We had a fun review today that'll be out this weekend. And then we are reviewing a Raw from June 7th, 2010, which features the debut of Nexus. So we recorded these shows and then we planned our day to go to the patio mm-hmm. to watch the game. So we had it all planned out. And then, well, it started becoming a nail biter. Started getting crazy. We got a nice patio spot. We in got the a great city. spot, and they yeah. liked us, so they've given us a spot on Sunday for the final as well. That's it. We had we had what we had a we had a screwdriver. We had some seltzers. We had some Heinekens. Uh, just putting up posters and and like product placements definitely helps sell whatever yeah. product you were going. Put. I want a Heineken. Just because everything see, was yeah, Heineken. everything's Heineken. They gave me a Heineken scarf that has this generic Euros twenty twenty. Uh, goal like scarf. go team <laughs> yeah so I'm wearing like a, I'm Rob Lowe wearing the NFL hat but it's yeah like... you're wearing a hockey jersey and <laughs> yeah. a Heineken scarf to the uh, football game and there was a lot of Brits in Toronto at mm. this patio celebrating I was people watching and yes yeah 
Brits are Brits are funny. They're interesting, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah. great. There's a lot of frosted tips. Yeah. Is that a thing right now? Is that popular? I guess. I don't know. I haven't been home for a long yeah, time. Maybe frosted tips are back. But yeah. uh yeah, so it was it was interesting. I'm I'm not much of a sports guy, but I can get into like playoff sports and stuff mm. like that. Same with the hockey and all that. But Euros can be fun and I I've mentioned I'm Portuguese, but it's it's not looking good. So I backpacked on on you and yeah. you're a Brit, so I'm supporting the Brits now and uh, it's one come, more game. Yeah, one more. Are you taking Sunday off? I'm thinking about it just to watch this game. It's it, it, it was so much fun that I want to do it again. Mm. So like, why not? And like, Italy, Italy sounds tough though. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. They're, they're unbeaten in like 32, 33 games, something oh. like that. Mm. Okay. But we're Damn. England. It's it's best of the Super Juniors. It's Shingo Takagi, Will Ospreay. It's the Brit against the undefeated. Italian? Uh, yeah, Italian. <laughs> Shingo Takagi from NXT Italy. NXT Italy. Yeah, yeah that's my, my goal is to, to see an NXT Italy. Uh, yeah, so I'm wearing my generic Euros goal scarf. Mm. And it was tied 1-1 yes. during the, the, the game today, Denmark and in England. And I looked at you. I said, why aren't you wearing You made me put it on. Your scarf. I was wearing my England uh, You're wearing your England shirt. jersey. Yeah. yeah. I was wearing my Mighty Ducks jersey because it's the only jersey I had right mm-hmm. now. I don't have any soccer jerseys. Football jerseys, mm-hmm. sorry. Okay. So you wore the scarf, and what happened? We got a goal. Yeah, I said, this is either, this is going to go wrong. <laughs> this is going to do something. But you said I was cursed. It went right. But yeah, it, we got it, the penalty. Yeah. Harry Kane put it away. It's got to be Kane. It's got to be Kane. Yeah. What a, what a game. Sports. What a moment. Just sports, Euro, all that stuff. I love it. Are they using that Shawn Mendes song? Is it in my blood? Or is that, was that the World Cup? Oh, oh, no, that was the last one, I think. Yeah. That was a good song. I don't know. Atomic Kitten now. What's Atomic Kitten? Uh, football's Coming Home Again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. There were some British songs they were playing when they won mm. today. It was like Sweet Caroline. Yeah. That's just like everybody sings that. I feel they like play that everything. Yeah. Anytime you want people to be happy. Yeah. It's like that or like p- songs people know. You'd play Sweet Caroline. You'd play Mr. Brightside. Peaches. Peaches by Justin Bieber, yeah. Uh, fuck, what else? What, there's another one. There's a lot of songs, Brayden. Yeah, yeah I was going to say Bon Jovi or something. Yeah. Celebra- celebrating, celebrating songs, though, are, mm. are good. Uh, so we had some fun, and then we came back and we watched AEW tonight, and that's why we're like a little like low-key, because we're like exhausted from... Yeah, I slept through some of this show. You I'm slept just, through some yeah. of, this ma- of these matches? Yeah. So I watched the show. That's good. That's good. <laughs> You know what? Just because of that, England's not. It's not coming home. No, no. Because I slept through. Yeah, the, that's right. The blade. Was there any Brit- the British? The blade and the guy? bunny again. Yeah. Wait. Was there Brits on this show? Uh, QT Marshall was on it. He's, not, he's an honorary Brit. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's go-go. an honorary honorary <laughs> Italian because he's trying to be Tony Soprano. Uh, were there Brits on this? No. No Kip. No Kip. No go go. Damn. Yeah. No Brits. So I'm so I'm sorry, Brits. It's all right. No yeah. pack. Yeah. But we go. Let's do it. To AEW Dynamite. Light the fuse. From <laughs> Light the fuse for the Road Rager, which is AEW Dynamite, Wednesday, July 7th, 2021. So they've moved out of Daly's place. They're on the road. We're on the road again. JR says it's a new era, a new season. He also said it's AEW Dynamite. AEW Dynamite. Just making sure. Uh, so we start off here with... Cody Rhodes going up against QT Marshall, Marshall, in a what South Beach strap match. Now, Cody Rhodes gets his epic entrance, but unfortunately, QT has succumbed to the already in the ring uh, entrance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought this would be the main event, and QT doesn't even get an entrance. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Weird. His stock's falling, clearly. I get. I guess. He didn't even get to come out in a bowling shirt or no. anything. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, this is a strap match, which we talked about a few weeks ago, being like, oh, like they, they wouldn't do this kind of match, where you have to touch the corners. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's what this, this match is. I guess maybe they've done a few too many of the kind of pinfall ones recently. They wanted to change it up and make it a bit different, maybe. Yeah, so they're going to do the touching the four corners, kind of like one of those old school strap matches. Uh, is it Aaron Solo who's yeah. represented with the fact the factory? He's there, uh, but Dustin comes in for the save and takes him out of the equation. 
There's a low blow early from QT when he uses like some of the strap and then a huge German suplex. Again, there's no pinning. It's just going around touching four corners. It's not that exciting in my opinion. But then there's an avalanche like powerbomb from QT up top. It looks like he's bleeding at some point. There's the QT cutter, which is like the Tower of London. So there's Mm -hmm. your shout out. Maybe he is an honorary Brit doing the Nigel McGuinness move here. Uh and then uh, there's strap whipping back and forth between Cody and QT. JR calls Excalibur Mark. Uh, there's the hot crowd, which they're, they're totally behind Cody here. Mm. They're chanting for him. Cody finally gains control of QT here. Whips the shit out of him. Hits him with the Cody cutter. Hits him with the crossroads. And a second time. And a third time. Touches all four corners, and this is light work for the the Highlander. What's what's is people's name from the boys? Oh yeah, yeah, that, uh, yeah. I know something like that. Well, Cody wins the match. He's the strap master. Stay strapped. Get the strap. Yeah, this didn't do a whole lot for me, to be honest. I didn't think this was too exciting. There, there was a moment earlier in the match where QT's going around touching them, and. Cody is touching each turnbuckle right after he's counting. He's touching. And the referee's counting up one, two, three. But surely Cody would have broken it each time. So it would have just yeah. been one, 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 one. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't really into this at all. <laughs> I, I wasn't not into it. I just It would have been so much better if it was just they were strapped to each other and they were whipped. Like, it's, the gimmick is so lame, I, yeah. I think. Because you know we've been behind this story. We mm-hmm. we actually really like QT, and we thought this deserves some sort of showcase. And I was a let down it was starting the show because we thought maybe it would be the main event, but then it also was this. It took gimmick. the steam out of it. Yeah, I think right away. Just having like QT not having an entrance, yeah. you go like, oh, this is just easy work. Yeah, and I guess that's what it is for like a a first match in front of a new crowd. Here, uh, you think of. Some dynamites we kick off with like a really hot Young Bucks match or stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't really think it did this. Uh, it's it's not Highlander. It's Homelander. Homelander. Apparently, okay. apparently we're Highlander. Yeah. For making that mistake. Uh, we go, well, yeah, like we'll see Cody a little bit later and maybe he's on to bigger and better things, I he's guess. He's got but distracted again. He's playing with the new fancy toy, uh, it seems. But poor cutie losing here. Yeah. Yeah. We go to Sean Spears. He's being interviewed earlier today, and he says, "Why? Why did I attack Sammy? Because look at me and look at you. Your your ego is your biggest hinder, Sammy. Every time you're a step ahead, I'm two steps. You're you're always two steps behind me. I'm a step ahead of you." And he gets a chair thrown at him, and it's Sammy <laughs> Guevara who says, "Gotcha, bitch." Uh, spoilers for our Deep Blue Sea review, but this was the Samuel Jackson death. Yeah, I he mean, nothing cutting, beats that. He was no. cutting his promo, and then out of nowhere, a, a chair attacks him. Uh, a shark a attacks him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I enjoyed the throwing of the chair. I thought it was quite I mean, fun. we knew this was going to lead to this match yeah. with the interference last week. But yeah, uh, the chair getting thrown at at Sean instead. Mm. So, uh, yeah. That match. I'd like them to have a good match, because I'm really not into Sean Spears. And I'd kind of like to be proven wrong a bit because i know he's capable of a good match and i think sammy's on a bit of a streak mm-hmm. so i'm looking forward to it sammy's match last week was banging was great yeah. yeah we go to tony shivani he's in the ring and he introduces the aew world champ kenny omega with don Callis. kenny omega is wearing some wild pants definitely some rick james vibes here he's got the tiger pants with the boots and everything fuck your couch kenny omega style still with the triple h05 yeah he it's, hasn't shaved. The rest have. Yeah, it's Lemmy Omega here. It's mm. like this like side. Yeah, it's looking great. Don Callis says Kenny's made some history, and he's beaten everyone. He's beaten Moxley. He's beaten Phoenix. He's beaten Jungle Boy. And you insect fans are in presence of greatness. Kenny Omega is the wrestling god. When the Dark Order theme hits, they come out. Evil Uno calls Don Uncle Don. And... He's mentioning that you're ignoring this crowd and you're ignoring the fact that there is a high-ranked wrestler in AEW. And yeah, I forgot to mention, the crowd here is insane. I, I yeah. find like they're super hot here in Miami. And how can you not be? A friend of the show, MJ from NJ, was at the show and he was having a total fun time, I can tell. But the crowd was totally... There was Kenny Chance when, and then they finally like played into what you're... And they you wanted know, to hang yeah, yeah, of course. 
So there's hangman chants that are just echoing here. And we get, we get Kenny kind of blowing off like, oh yeah, I'm ignoring, I'm ignoring. And Kenny does the classic line of, what's the capital of Thailand? Bangkok. And he nails Evil Uno in the balls. The Good Brothers come out for the save as they beat up the Dark Order. It's a brawl. And cue hangman's music. He comes out, he cleans house. He's about to hit the buckshot on Kenny, but he stops. He hesitates. And he stares Kenny in the face. He enters the, the ring. They stare at each other. It looks as if he's going to get attacked. He scares off everyone. And Kenny kind of walks off with the, with the title here. But we get our first face-to-face. It's been time. It's been a long time. Things have changed. And the uh, stare down happened. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this. I still like the involvement of the Dark Order to kind of build up to this match happening. Uh, I think Evil Uno sounded really good. Um, and I like that they still haven't gone to physicality yet with Kenny and Hangman. Because you thought it was going to happen this week. And it's like, no, we can we can hold off a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm still into all of this. Looking forward to the match. Yeah, I'm super into this story. And... You gotta. You can stretch this one out so far here. Uh, you know I love Kenny. The Bangkok thing is kind of played out. I remember Christian Cage doing it on Monty Brown and TNA. So right. unless this is a oh yeah, I teasing, remember this from like twenty. Yeah, years like ago. this is like the one of the oldest jokes. So yeah. it's like it was kind of weird. But the the well, that's Kenny being Kenny. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the the final stare down definitely got me like yeah. hyped as well, and I can't wait to see where they go with this. Like definitely strapping in for and the it's, story. It's clear the crowd are into this yeah, as well. Yeah. Like it's not just Daly's place. Like yeah. Miami were really into Cowboy Miami shit chance, oh, yeah. all that stuff. They were definitely you could you would listen, watch the show and think he was the the guy who should be fighting for the championship. Yeah, really 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 like some of this and it hit definitely, but some of it was like all right, like I still I want Hangman to basically go, "Hey, Dark Order, you guys are my boys. You guys are great." But fuck off. <laughs> Of no, no. That's what I want. Like I need to do this on my own. Like yeah, I think he'll do the stay outside. Like I yeah. don't want you at ringside or any of that. Yeah. But I do like them championing for him. Right. It's I, I'm interesting. There's so many different things mm-hmm. you can do with this storyline. They're doing a fantastic job. We go to Jr. in a sit down interview with Darby Allen and all ego Ethan Page and. They talk about their past and their their battles and all the animosity between each other. Darby says in Ethan Page's 12th year of wrestling, Darby was in his first year and surpassed him. I wrestled you and I was on to better things. And it's not my fault. You never left your hometown. You had a family and, and all this stuff. It's not my fault you did that. You chose to do that. I chose to drop everything and make sure... I make it. So you were just complacent, a big fish in a little pond. So he irks Ethan Page here. He goes, you know what? You're right. You're right. I can't stand you. And all these things are right. You skipped the line. So if it wasn't for wrestling me, you would have learned things and you'd still be living in your car. You're a little runt and mentions his face painting on his face. Yeah. (laughs) Without me, you'd be nothing. And... In this coffin match next week, I'm finally going to put you in the ground where you belong. And you're done. And JR says, uh, I don't feel peaceful about this situation. It's going to be a scary slobber knocker. It is. Uh, I think it could be a pretty exciting match. Um, we coffin. reviewed the, uh, what was it? The, the like Day of the Dead coffin match. Grave consequences. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm expecting for this. Like okay. a proper violent uh Pretty cool setup for the coffin. Um, not your WWE style casket match. Uh, I think we'll get something pretty good out of these. Coffin two. match. Coffin match. Yeah. So I th- I feel like there's gonna be some crazy stunts, mm. especially Darby. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gets put in it. Gets launched. Slammed around. Yeah. And explodes. The coffin yeah. explodes. Coffins are scary. If you're like claustrophobic or something. Have you climbed in one before? I have been inside ones, yeah, like for like gimmicks and tight. conventions and stuff, but like. <clears throat> Yeah, they're scary. I've been in the Undertaker one. Oh, yeah? Niagara Falls, they had one of the mm. Undertaker's caskets. They never called it Coffin. They always called his... I mean, his were... Caskets. Yeah, once you, you pass away at the medical facility, you go in a casket. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> Coffin. Coffin. Yeah. I remember in Goosebumps, there's the, the, the Horrorland. 
And okay. one of the rides is where you get into the coffin and it goes down the river. Ooh. And I'm like, that sounds lit. They should do that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm just sick and twisted, but that's getting in a coffin and going down a river sounds like. Like so, a green river? Because like it's slime. Green, slimy yeah, colors. True. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Well, coffin match coming soon. Can't wait. We go to FTR and Wardlow and Tully. They come out for their match against. Some of the inner circle, which is proud and powerful, Jake Hager, and they're joined by Conan. He's back. He got beat up pretty bad. He's looking all right though, considering he got he like, does he looks beat fine. up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Santana is looking jacked here, and Santana is hitting all sorts of suplexes and three amigos on Dax at one point. Uh, Ortiz shows up and he's doing like an STO like trip here, and then like a sit out Liger bomb. They go to commercial break. When we come back, more often there's the cutter. There's like a huge power slam from, I think, Hager comes in where he takes control. Uh, there's then a power bomb and dragon suplex from FTR for a near fall where they like jackknife pin back and forth. Hager finally tags in, but he wants Wardlow again, and they go back at it. The big lad's wrestling here. Hager locks in an ankle lock, but then Wardlow gets out of it. Eventually, FTR send Proud and Powerful to the outside, and there's the big rig. The Shatter Machine, whatever you want to call it. Good Night Express. Yeah, they pin Jake Hager and get the win here. So the Pinnacle's got another W as uh, Conan shows up with the eight ball after the match trying to smack him mm. in the nuts. But they, they chop block them and, and get that shit sorted. But yeah, uh, overall, like you figured, okay, we want to see this, the tag versus the tag. Yes. We, we've seen some of the Wardlow, the Hager, and the, the, the cage thing. Cool. But we want to see the tag. And this was like teasing us to what is to come, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely think that's the way we're going with the tag match. Um, yeah. And I think it's important the Pinnacle get these wins because they, they need to prove themselves a bit more uh, still for me. In this feud. Yeah. yeah. It's still, it's like, I'm interested in FTR, big fan. It's the rest of it that's not really it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm just interested in that tag. I love FTR. I think Proud and Powerful should be champions in the near future because they they 100. It's almost like this feud is holding them back from doing other stuff. Mm. The tag division's wild and popping off. Why aren't they like more featured yeah. in it? It's it's kind of strange. Uh, and I want more Conan. Yes, Conan's having a ball. He said he loves AEW. Yeah, I wonder if he shouted out us. He, he said, kept messaging me the other week he about you, yeah. his podcast. Do you listen to my podcast? Yeah. I'll shout you out. I fucking love Conan. I wonder if he posts on Reddit as well. Yeah, I learned. I learned. I, le- I learned never post on Reddit <laughs> Squared Circle because they. I, I remember for some reason I was like, huh? You know, you know who's nice? Wrestling fans. They're nice people, right? Wrong. <laughs> They're not. God, I still go on it though. I'll I'll just continue lurking for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we go to the Good Brothers. It's a vignette here for Carl Anderson and Big Doc Luke Gallows. And they have you heard the news about the Good Brothers? They're going to New Japan. Ooh. So the, the Good Brothers have signed this deal where they're going to open the forbidden door. Of course, of all people, it's the Good Brothers. Yeah, that was in their... Uh, it's their impact contract, isn't it? Okay. That allows them to do, uh, do New Japan. But obviously they signed just as the pandemic hit, mm. so haven't really been able to do anything. So Carl Anderson says, John Moxley, it's going to go where it all begins again, essentially. This is great. He's going to fight John Moxley. He challenges John Moxley for the IWGP American title, that, yeah. that U.S. title. Uh, and it shows clips of Carl Anderson from his New Japan run and then says, when I get my hands on you face-to-face, one-on-one for the title, it's going to be... Beat up John Moxley. Yes. Day. So. Yeah, looking forward to it. Looking yeah. forward to seeing Carl Anderson in singles action. Uh, I like that this US title is being defended quite regularly now by Mox. Um, uh, yeah. I'm interested I, in I'm Carl Anderson. I'm interested with the kind of New Japan crossover. Yeah, 100%. That definitely makes you like, there's like, okay. But also Carl was cool in New Japan. He was mm. like before this like kind of resurgence where it got like a lot of attention and he had some pretty good matches. Stuff mm. with Okada. His, I, I'm pretty sure he tagged with 
Adrian G one where he went to the final. Yeah, like he had some bangers. Honestly, I, I that's when I was getting involved, and I was like, hey, this guy's pretty good. And I didn't get that from his WWE run. I didn't no. get any matches. The best thing he did was the. the... He, he was just in the tag. Yeah, and then you're, you're even if you're working a singles match, you're a tag guy. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, he, I'm interested in seeing this match. He can definitely prove some people be like, "Hey, I can still yeah. do this." But yeah, uh, and 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 showing the clips of the past of New Japan stuff definitely adds to it. Interesting stuff. We go to. I feel like every week there's a pinnacle or inner circle like debate, face to face signing. Every week. Yeah. Uh, what are they celebrations? What else has there been? Town hall. Town hall. That's right. Yeah. Well, this is MJF and Chris Jericho. They're going to do a face-to-face because Jericho wants a match with MJF, but he's going to announce some stipulations. Uh, but as this is happening, by the way, the crowd is bumping. They're singing the Judas thing. It's over as you know you would expect it to be, like people chanting and singing it. And bless them. I don't, I don't, I don't want to hate on people enjoying singing this song. It's like, sure, we've been watching it for months and months and months now. Watching at home, I could see people being like, "Yo, I'm over this." And it's like, no, like these people are going oh, week we'd to be week singing it. Yeah, that. that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, like I, Absolutely. I get, I get people being like, "I'm sick of it." It's like, well, if you were there, you're gonna probably want to yeah. sing it. That's part of the gimmick, and bless it for working and mm-hmm. getting over. Uh, it looks like fun, and Jericho's wearing some Air Force Ones. Very impressive. Yeah, he's been wearing these recently. He's been wearing the red ones, and it's Chris- no, it doesn't feel very Jericho. Constantly trying to reinvent himself. Chris Jericho hanging out in the inner circle, showing up with his Air Force Ones. What up, fellow kids? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I ball hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he looks good. Fuck it. He looks good. Jericho comes out and he's about to get into the ring. And a fan oh, yeah. jumps the barricade and rushes to the ring and tries to attack him, attack mm. MJF. Not quite sure. The camera turns around and doesn't really show what's going on. But uh, Twitter yeah, it goes to the crowd. Uh, I've not rewatched it back. Yet, yeah, but, uh, um, very interesting that this Jericho happened. took a few swings. But it looks as he should. Fucking yeah. knock him out. Oh, bro. he's gone on his show before about yeah. people coming to the ring, and he's pretty much said, "I'll knock you out." Yeah, good. Uh, um, I I hate when people do. Yeah, this, this isn't cool. Especially we're just getting all this back, you know. Yeah, having crowds so stupid. That's very like, yeah dumb. Very stupid. Come on, guys. We're better than this. Why are you doing that? Um, and don't drink and drive, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the guy was drinking, and that's why he decided to do mm. this. But um, I think it's pretty stupid. We're yeah. all, we were all just locked in for years, and we're finally getting allowed to go out, and this is like what you're doing? Like, stop. Uh, so they make mention of it. Jericho, the crowd tried to get behind Jericho here, actually, because they saw this happen. Yeah. So they started to chant Y2J, because they saw him take a swing at this guy. And Jericho responds by going, yo, Y2J's been dead for years. It's like, yeah, but I'm trying to cheer for <laughs> you, dude. Like, yeah, you're the baby face Yeah, come now. on, you're man. Not the yeah. heel. <laughs> he goes, uh, and that bastard should have attacked. Like, he, he's, he calls that, that guy attacked some fat bastard. Like, mm. I would have killed you, whatever. Uh, so this, this totally rattled him. Like, yeah. he was upset. But good for him. Uh, fuck this guy who did this. This is not. It, it's also, a, it's a safety thing. Mm. Obviously, they—they probably. I would imagine there's like what metal detectors and all sorts of things when you go into these arenas and stuff. But someone rushes the ring these days. You don't know oh, what their intent is. There was yeah, the, uh, the tennis player who got stabbed. Exactly. I don't even know that, but that's yeah. Like, that's exactly what I'm trying to get at. Like, I don't think this is something that should be treated lightly. If someone's rushing, if you go to a concert and someone rushes the stage, you don't know put, your intentions. Yeah, right? we don't know what's going on in today's sick society and stuff. So yeah, this. This would irk me beyond belief, but these guys continued this segment and good for them. Uh, Jericho mentions that he would jump in a lake full of piranhas. He would, he would go through extraordinary heights to fight MJF. In fact, he would have sex with your mom, MJF. Oh. And then the crowd goes, ah, oh, and MJF sells and it. Sex. And then he goes, again, oh. ah, meaning he did. Oh, fuck. He says, uh, you, you've, dis- you've done a lot of things, and I want to fight you, Max. Name your stipulations. Max mentions, hey, remember when you were like dodging John Moxley? You had him fight everyone in their circle. So I'm doing what I seem to be doing lately, is taking your blueprints and making it better. So I grew up loving Greek mythology, says MJF. And you say you're the demigod, the demogod. Well, you're no longer in the key demo, bud. 
But the labors of Hercules, the five matches, you're going to have to go through these stipulations back to back and win these matches to face me. So Jericho says, I accept. I'm the God of Thunder, God of War, and I'm going to beat you. And I'm going to ruin your life the way you tried to ruin mine. And then he signs the contract. And so did he make it clear who he's fighting? Is he fighting every member of the pinnacle? I guess. Or is he, which might be more twisted, is he going to have to fight every member of the inner circle? That would be even more crazy. But he didn't. Like, I wasn't sure if they specified or not. And I imagine it's pinnacle. I could see that maybe be something mjf does to just fuck with him more i imagine it's one match against wardlow one match against uh sean spears yeah one match in a handicap match against ftr mm-hmm. and then one match against i guess who's yeah. the other guy is that it mj tully tully <laughs> jj dylan <laughs> <laughs> he's gotta make him fight sammy Guevara. Yeah. that's right uh so Jericho is like, yeah, I accept. And MJF says, this is a dumpster town fire. This dumpster fire of a town, Miami. And mentions that he much prefers his hometown of Plainview in Long Island. Yes. New York. And then he shakes Jericho's hand. And then Jericho hits him with the Judas effect. Lays him out. And Jericho says, I can't wait. So, yeah. Mm. So, we're going to get this stipulations leading to, I assume, all out being Jericho versus... I, so September? Maybe. Fuck, that's still a long time. That's a, quite a while away. Yeah, I guess not. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you could. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, All Out is a long way away for this. Uh, the Twitch chat are saying that Jericho's going to be facing ghosts of Jericho's past. Oh, so, okay. like, who would you... Dean Malenko? Dean. Lance Storm? Yeah, Big uh, Show? Big Show? Kind of a body slam challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck, um, what else is there? Who else could you do? Sino saying Christian. Yeah, Christian. Trish, Matt Hardy. Trish probably. Matt Hardy's <laughs> got to get his way in yeah, there. Yeah, he's somehow got to get in there. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's something that I'm not super into it, but I'm not like, it didn't make me mad or anything. No. So we'll see oh, where the, this goes. The, the promos yeah. I always enjoy. I know we say like they do these segments a lot, but I always actually quite enjoy them uh, because of the people involved. They're all like excellent performers. Yeah. We see American Top Team. They're hanging about. I recognize them from like Spike TV, TNA days. Mm-hmm. They're MMA and something like that. We'll, we'll hear more on them later. Hey, we asked if there were any Brits on this show. We forgot about one. Britt Baker. Oh, yeah. She's here cutting a promo with Reba, who's in crutches. Shout yeah. out, Reba. Hope she's all right from that bump last week. Yeah. Where she just fell. Oh, Rebel. Yeah, Rebel. It's Rebel Heart. Britt calls Vicky Guerrero a senior citizen and says Reba is, you know, surviving after that brutal, brutal, unsafe working conditions here in this environment. Tony Khan, you should feel terrible. I'm the draw. I draw millions. And Reba's knee exploded. Well, that's fine. She'll she'll recover and it'll be fine. And then she mentions Vicky managing Andrade mm. and says, Vicky, yeah, you love something about loving blood money. Just like Andrade in Saudi Arabia. Something along those lines. Uh, she mentions the Big D and Dallas and says after beating Nyla Rose, it's going to be the Big D-M-D mm. in Dallas. So Britt Baker does Dallas. That's what's going to happen. Uh, I I get the, like... I, I don't. I don't get it. Actually, no. I, I don't. I it was don't. Just think, another WWE. Dude. Yeah, it wasn't it was needed. Just saying, like, yeah. it's like shock value. Money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, we all agree that the Saudi shit was blood mm. money and it was fucked up. But like, it just it didn't. It was like, how do we quickly make a dig for no reason? Yeah, it, was it wasn't petty. particularly needed. Yeah. Uh, but Brit's a great talker. I really enjoy Rebel actually as well. Just watching her reactions behind Brit the whole time, I, I find her quite entertaining. Yeah, me too. Um. It's a bit of a weird feud because Brit is still... It, it's kind of like what we're seeing with Johnny Gargano right now. He's still a heel, but facing someone who's a more disliked heel. Um, but uh, I think they'll have a pretty good match. I enjoyed the physicality between the two last week. Uh, and this is in two weeks? Is it? Yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. So we go to our next match, which is Andrade who is having his debut match here 
in AEW. And it's Andrade going up against Matt Seidel. Mm. No Mike. No yoga mats here tonight. All business. Andrade comes out dressed as Black Mask, which I had to Google what he was dressed as. But it looks fucking sick. It's like this white suit with the... He was wearing the pants for the match, which was weird. But mm. the, the mask was pretty cool. Pretty scary. Uh, he comes out. It's very, what, L.I.J. vibes? Oh, yeah. 100%. Right? Yeah. The he comes out. taken off of the jacket yeah. and everything as well. He didn't wear a t-shirt in the match. No. He wore pants. He took him seriously. But he wore well, pants. He wore pants, yeah. Uh, yeah, you wear your pants to work. Uh, he's he's with Vicky Guerrero still here. Mm. Uh, so he's going up against Matt Seidel. He's wearing the, the, the pants, but he attacks Matt Seidel. He starts beating him up. There's a twisting, spinning brain buster for a near fall. He goes up top for his moonsault. When Seidel rolls out of the way, he lands on his feet and then hits the standing salt for a near fall. When we come back from a break, there's this huge lariat that sends Seidel inside out. Uh, Seidel goes up. Uh, Seidel gets caught in like the tree of woe and Andrade is going for his stump, but Seidel scouts it and hits the flying meteora off the top <laughs> for a two count. There's then a spot where he gets thrown into the corner. There's then the, what they called the El Idolo. The DDT, mm-hmm. which is his like spinning DDT, but he almost almost made it look different this time. Yeah, this wasn't like because he used to just do the hamlock behind the back, yeah. and more of a classic DDT. Yeah, this kind of was similar to like dreams. Yeah, like Ooh. the like twisting round. Yeah, I know, but like yeah. that twisting round almost DDT, like, almost but like still a with com- the hamlock. Yeah, almost like a complete shot or yeah. whatever. You falling downward spiral, whatever. But like with the ha- yeah, it looked cool. I will mm. say that. Andrade picks up his first win in AEW, making light work of Matt Seidel. El Idolo. Uh, I, this was fine. I I love Andrade. I'm a big fan, and I think he can do a lot of very big things. I wasn't sure of the presentation still. Um, I liked the entrance with the mask, but then I didn't really like the wrestling in the pants, to be honest. I don't think it, it looked... What's with pants and wrestling? Yeah, I... I I didn't think it made him look like a star when he was wrestling, as cool as he looked when he came they out. They look like New York Yankee pants. Yeah. <laughs> Pinstripe. Uh, the match itself, I was expecting a little more from, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, but I was a bit underwhelmed by the segment. I was a little underwhelmed, too. He looked cool with that entrance. I'm mm. not going to lie. Like, the entrance looked pretty badass, and that makes him look like a star. Mm. But then he kept the pants on, and it was like, all right, well, you just... And then there's Vicky stood behind with a necklace yeah. that says Cougar, and it, you're just it's, like, it's some, If something's not clicking the way it, it should easily yeah, click for someone like I this feel. guy. Like, he should... The talent is there, and it should speak for itself. Um, I don't know why they feel the need Vicky is the right call, and I thought for a second they were dropping that, but... Mm. It doesn't look like Zelina is uh, showing up anytime no, soon. No. So uh, I guess that uh, my false hope for that isn't going to happen. Because yeah. I was saying team him with Alistair Black and put Zelina as their manager. And mm. you got a unit, like realistically. But yeah. uh, I, I still have faith in Andrade. He's too good to not work out. It's got to work out. I watched for months Miro just irritate me on yeah. TV. And now they finally have a character that's working. So I give them chances on this show now they, i mean we've seen that a lot in aew yeah. where they've got it wrong yeah uh, they and, cut and move man they and cut they, and roll and they do and they they figure it out it's just i, I don't get like it it feels an easy thing like an andrade or a miro i don't see how you can go wrong right away yeah with those two but uh we'll see how it goes well after the match andrade attacks sidel even more puts him in an arm bar because he's just so mad and mm. i don't know what what so maybe it's a rematch something maybe he's got to fight mike yeah maybe mike sidel think andrade will do yoga he probably does, yoga. does yoga. Yeah. yeah yeah we have a video from matt hardy and christian cage 23 <laughs> years in the making they've been friends and enemies and, well, it all comes down to this. Next week, Fighter Fest Night 1, it's Big Money Matt versus Christian Cage. And Christian has a line talking about Matt Hardy's bad suits, cheap suits, cheap suits. And then mentions, get on my level or get out of my way next week. 20 plus years. I can't wait. This is the biggest match. I, this better be the blow off. <laughs> like, just, it, that's, that's the only thing where I'm like, yeah, okay, get it out of the way. Do it next week. Yeah, and let's move on and have Christian have the Kenny match or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I we I'm not into this either. No, it's I Matt can't. Hardy. Yeah, 
I, I can, I'm a broken record. I, yeah. Matt Hardy has done a lot in this business, and he's fantastic. But this role that they keep, it feels like they're shoving it down our throats mm-hmm. every week, putting him in these weird storylines where he yeah. comes out for no reason to end the show a few weeks ago. It's like, what? Why are you even? It's like, no, it's, it's not. It's not. It ain't it. It ain't it. I can't say I'm excited in the match, but really, I don't know if they've fought that many times one-on-one. So maybe we got to give them a shot. Yeah, that's true. They haven't had many singles. They fought like one time. I remember there's this angle like years ago on SmackDown where like Edge and Jeff have been champion, but Christian and Matt hadn't. And they like talked about it. How I think it was money. In the, they were preparing for a money in the bank. And they're like, look, both of us are the like the, the Genetis and we need to prove it. And we have to kill one of each other. Can't one of us can make it. And it's not going to be the other. And they both didn't end up winning. But mm-hmm. Christian went on to being world champion in WWE. Yeah. Matt Hardy went to TNA. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Excited to see this match. Sure. Next week. Yeah, can't wait. Hardy Family. What is it called? Hardy, Hardy Family. Family Office. That's right, yeah. Do they have merch? should order some. I'm still waiting. <laughs> That's right, yeah. We go to... Uh, well, I, I did forget to mention something that happened in the Cody Rhodes uh, QT the, match. The lights. The lights went out and flickered during the match, and they kind of were like, oh, sorry about this, like, power... Like, outage for a second there and then the match continued it was nothing uh but then it it happens here again as arn anderson comes out to the ring he's got something to say this old arn double a but the lights flicker again the lights fade to black as they come back on excalibur with the call that's tommy end though that's not tommy and that's malachi black <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, so he, Tommy End, Alistair Black. Is here. Is here. In AEW. He does the Black Mass. The to Arn. kick to Arn. And then Cody's there and he hits Cody with it as well. Ooh. Um, it was odd because then JR's saying Tommy End, Tommy End. Mm-hmm. And they're saying Tommy End, Malachi Black. If the way Excal- Excalibur speaks later makes it sound like it's maybe some dual yeah. identity thing. He's like, that resembles Tommy End, but he looks way darker and more sinister. I think he's continuing the Aleister Black thing. He's got stuff around his eye, yeah. right? He's continuing the story of his eye in some way. Uh, I hope I hope it's a... I, I mean, I'd rather just see him as Tommy End. It Me makes too, sense, but... and I, I fear that this could be... Oh, we heard everything you were saying on Twitch. Have at it. Like, yeah. what do you want to do creatively? And he's, uh, I, uh, we'll wait and see. But I'm with you. I want to see this guy wrestle. If it's going to be a bit of like fiendy, demony stuff, I'm not that into that. Because he put out a video today on his socials, which is like him in a mental institution and there's murder and blood and like right. weird dark shit. You know, I love all that horror shit and stuff mm. like that. And I think he, I've talked, I think he's got the look to take over. Someone undertaker's left wrestling. We need a new goth bay. Mm. AEW's got Darby and his dad's thing. They got the goth bay shit covered, but WWE has been lacking and they ruined Alistair black. I was like, you could, the fiend is the goth bay in WWE. And it's, it's yeah. a week, it's a weak goth bay. It's a weak goth bay. You know what I'm talking about? We needed that metal head fucking mm. goth, dude and they lost they lost him and now he's here so i do think he's talented i do want to give it a chance for sure i guess they're going in this like alter ego twisted thing which yeah doesn't sound again doesn't sound so how are you messing up the beginning but like, it's literally just the i mean beginning. it was cool like it was we're, super we're, cool we're to see like him. reading a lot into that yeah um it's just not my preference but i i guess the debut was cool i liked how they established the lights flickering out earlier, mm-hmm. but didn't make too much of a big deal at it of it, where you think it could have just been a yeah. a light malfunction. Exactly. Momentarily. Um I, I did like the debut. I, I like the debut too. And it was cool when he shows up. He looked fresh, he looked dressed nice mm. and his little makeup over the eye with the cross or whatever. Yeah. I think the guy is great. So I am genuinely interested in what he does here. And if it looks like the first feud is Cody, then have at it. Mm. Wrestle Cody. Because you know the crowd's going to cheer for Alistair over oh, yeah. Cody. Oh, I don't know. There's a lot of Cody Yeah, fans there is a lot there. of Cody fans out there still. So uh, oh, overall, I, I did like this. Oh, I got so what it. was Arn going to say? What was Arn going to say? Cody is and 
Mm. Yeah, we'll never know. We'll never know what Arn we'll never was going to say. Was he going to mention his son Brock? Maybe. Is he going to mention Cody fighting for a title? Something? Who knows? We'll never know. But we'll know that Alistair, sorry, Malachi. Mordecai? Malachi. Mordecai. Malachi Black. Malachi Black. That yeah. was another guy. Mordecai was someone else. Kevin yeah. Thorne. Yeah. The vampire turned white Undertaker. Yeah, guy. the great entrance. Oh, oh. With the cross. Mm. Yeah, he was lit. I like it. like Mordecai. 2004 era? Something like that. Yeah, it wasn't quite 2005. No. Yeah. Nothing is. We go to Ricky Starks, who comes out with Team Taz. And, well, he's by himself, and he's with security. He says he paid out of pocket for his own security and mentions that he's not medically cleared, but he can't trust Brian Cage to come out here because he could injure him even more so before I heal up. And he mentions that he's going to take the FTW title where it belongs and reign, and show that he's the true leader and mentions Brian Cage's wife, which then leads to Cage coming out here to attack. You know everyone loves making fun of people. Stupid wife. Stupid wife. You mention someone's wife, it's over. It's, it's, got, mm. it's time to fight. And that's what it seemed here. So Team Taz. Taz came out with Hook and the boys, and he seemed shook. But this is all going to come to... Uh, is it ne- not next week? Is it a few next weeks? week? I think in Houston. Houston. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's next week. Is it not? Or is it next week Austin? I can't no, remember. it's in Austin next week. Yeah. yeah. There's too many that they've announced. I'm already. sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, uh, yeah, I, I think we will see a title change. Dallas, not Houston. I think uh, Austin. What? I don't know. I'm reading everyone's saying yeah. different towns. Who cares? Yeah. Um, I Texas. Think, I think Starks is going to win this one. Get the title. And Brian Cage will leave FTW. Ah, he's going to leave Team Taz? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's definitely where you can see it going. Mm. Yeah. Hook's looking good. He's in looking his, jacked. In his vests, in his tank tops. In his swole. Yeah. That, that hook. Like I want to see him wrestle. Yeah, who do you want to see him wrestle? Um, Taz. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Um, Sammy Guevara. You want Hook versus Sammy? I do. Book it. Book yeah. Hook. Book Hook. That's it. Yeah. We go to Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander, part of the Best Friends team. They're in an intergender match, which means that the men and the women can fight, I believe, that they, what they said, I think. Which there wasn't really Honestly, a lot of. Honestly, I slept through this You one. went I'm to so sleep I'm for sorry, this match, but, right? Yeah. Um, I, I didn't see this match. Right, yeah. Well, the Blade and the Bunny uh, are their opponents. Uh, Ref Aubrey starts off by checking the Blade to make sure he doesn't have any foreign objects. She knows him well because he was carrying brass knuckles. And she says, dude, you can't use these in wrestling. What are you doing? They're illegal. Yeah, stop it. So the match starts. Uh, There's uh, Orange Cassidy hits a stun dog millionaire early on. Bunny gets a power slam from Chris Statlander who beats on her with like a stalling standing suplex. There's a break. When we come back, a spinning falcon arrow for a near fall. And then Statlander hits the... Four fifty area four fifty one, so it's a four fifty, but she named it after area fifty one. But it's a near fall as Bunny pulls it pulls it out of the way. However, it's the Big Bang Theory, the bastard driver on the Bunny and Orange Cassidy and Statlander pick up the win for her planet match of the night. Matt, your favorite <laughs> thing you've ever thing. seen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you didn't watch How it. Was it? Yeah, uh, it was all right. I didn't really get too into this. Um, Maybe it's because I was also very tired, but like, did you drop off? I, I wasn't dropping off. I'm just like, oh, do I? Why? Why do I care about this? Mm. Is kind of where it's at. But yeah. uh, I'm a big fan of all four of these people, actually. So I, I was expecting maybe something a bit more. I I got the I was under the impression that you, we were going to see the men and the women wrestle, and we didn't okay. get we didn't get really too much of it. Right. I could be mistaken, but I felt like that's what I was. They were mentioning, but okay. I, didn't, I didn't feel like I got that. So. That's just me. Right. Um, yeah. So I guess this feud will continue with this best friend. I don't even know what the feud is. But yeah. You were the people? The, yeah. The match you didn't watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Blade and Bunny. Yeah. That's right. We get a short video for Jungle Boy who gets this trophy for his 50 wins. He's mm. got a trophy for this stamp. 50 wins. Will he be first to 100? Will he, he get another be. trophy if he's at 100? Have you ever got a trophy for 50 Anything for doing 50 things? Uh, what have you done 50 times? Exactly. Falling asleep into wrestling matches. Probably, yeah. I've done that a lot. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. It was a busy was. day. I don't know what the trophy... England won. I'm yeah, sorry. That's the Jungle Boy was, was holding the trophy. The, the Euro Cup. 
Yeah. Do they have a cup in the Heroes? I think yeah. so. Yeah. He had his own cup here. 50 wins, mm. Jungle Boy. Um, I I'm in, I was expecting someone to like interfere here to like make this the next his next angle like someone to be like fuck your trophy or something but n- none of this happens. But. They're just trying to remind you after his loss to Kenny that he's, he's great. Like, yeah, he had the match last week, fifty wins. He's getting a trophy this. You next know, week. mentioning soccer trophies as well. Mm. Uh, you go to wrestling events and you see people oh, dress yeah. up as wrestling <laughs> wrestlers, or you go yeah. to wrestling shows and you see that there's always the one dude or lots of dudes with replica titles. Mm. Today at the, the patio we went to that was packed in Toronto for the Euros, there was a guy in full gear, yeah, football I said, gear. I said, you look, it's a full kit wanker. And this guy's got like the jersey. He's got the long socks up to his knees. He's got the shoes. The shorts. Like he had everything that looked exactly like a soccer player. And then we noticed he also had a replica trophy. Yeah. That is. That's he was the championship belt wanker, but for football. But for soccer. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Very impressive. Uh, well, Jungle Boy, I expect Jungle Boy to come out with this trophy every time he wrestles now. I hope so. Yeah, like Owen Hart in the Slammy. Yeah. Just always come out with it. <laughs> 50 wins. <laughs> we go to next American Top Team are here, and we go to Dan Lambert. Do you know who this guy is? Yeah, I've seen this guy in uh, MLW and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I haven't on that show. I know him from TNA, like mm. I mentioned, and he's pretty much cut the same promo in TNA. Like, hey, wrestling used to be good. Now fucking sucks is what this promo is. Yeah. Fantastic promo. He's great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about him other than he's like MMA and all that stuff, but he cuts a hell of a promo. He mentions American top team, Amanda Nunez. And then he, he's talking about how his boy Poirier is going to kick, knock the shit out of McGregor this weekend in mm-hmm. UFC. Uh, then says AEW sucks. He says, I'd rather go home and break out the VHS player and watch some Gordon Sully, some real wrestling, Johnny Valentine, Dusty Rhodes, Terry, Harley. It's gone downhill after the 90s. It's trash. And this product is unwatchable. Doesn't matter what genre. It all sucks. Wrestling used to be cool. But he's interrupted. Someone cannot take this slander of professional wrestling. Lance Archer and Jake the Snake come out. And Archer hits him with the blackout. Yes. Damn. Uh, what a promo. Oh, he's, he's great. Great talker. Um, do, does this lead to anything? Someone from American Top Team standing up for Dan Lambert and taking on Lance Archer? Yeah, I mean... That's who, the only way I can see it going. Yeah, I remember this guy did the similar thing in TNA. It was like, I want to say it was Bobby Lashley involved with stuff and... I'm seeing in the chat, Zeno saying, what about King Mo? I don't know if that's actually, like, I don't even follow, I don't follow it. So I, I just weird. I, I genuinely thought this guy's promo was amazing. And mm. I thought, what a great time to be like, you know, who's good. And then you bring out this guy who's like trying to be like a classical technical wrestler, yeah. but instead he just gets interrupted by Lance Archer. So mm. again, something that goes, Oh, you have my attention. And okay, well, you've definitely cooled that off instantly really quick. And Lance Archer was the, cup of water on the the flame here for me i was like okay well like really of all the people to like i don't know i'm just being yeah like you're yeah. not a lance archer fan That's yeah okay yeah um yeah, yeah no I, I i enjoyed surprising dan lambert here i i wonder where this goes it surely it's to introduce someone uh i would have thought um but yeah just another mouthpiece in AEW. we've got a lot of them yeah but he sounded good he, but he sounded he's good. legit he's good yeah we go to our main event, which is the Young Bucks, the tag team champions. They're putting the titles on the line in a rematch to the team they lost to last week. Eddie Kingston and Penta. Uh, Penta dresses up in this crazy gear I've never seen before. He dre- Can you believe this? He dressed up like the Joker. The Joker? Yeah. Like from Batman? I've never seen That's this. That's pretty cool. But he's a wrestler. He's a wrestler who dresses up wow. like the Joker. His gear is wow. Joker. Like, have you seen this before? No. Fuck. No, that's sick. Cool. It's sick. It is sick. It's just like it's a couple of months now. This gear. You don't have any other. Like, what, did you not? Have you not you been used home? To wear, like different thing every every week. week. What happened? It's like Joker. <laughs> that's what I <laughs> really love. The Joker. Uh, bless him. Bless him. Eddie's wearing a, a Terry Funk shirt. So. Bless Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Bless Terry Funk. I was wearing my shirt yesterday. The Bucks come out. They shave their their mustaches, but they got street fight jorts. 
Yes. <laughs> so they're ready for this match. And they're thrusting away as well. Always thrusting. I mean, when I wear jorts, I'm always thrusting. Mm. So everyone knows that. You got to thrust in the jean shorts. This is a street fight for the titles. Don Callis on commentary, being a dickhead as always. Uh, Nakazawa is getting involved early on and ends up accidentally getting double super kicked by his boys, the Young Bucks. Uh, Eddie Kingston hits the was up headbutt with Penta with a chair to the nuts of one of the Bucks. So he's still shouting out Bully Ray. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a destroyer from Penta off the apron through a table. Just insane. What the hell? There's a commercial break and the Bucks somehow come back and gain control. And they hit a swanton bomb onto a trash can. There's like all sorts of offense, but Penta comes back with super kicks and the sling blades. Um, Don Callis is like, these guys don't know who they're getting into. This The young bucks are from the mean streets of Rancho <laughs> The mean streets, yeah. Uh, there's the half and half like off the top here from Eddie Kingston. And then this pop-up flying tornado DDT. Eddie has the rear naked choke. But Matt Jackson decides instead of breaking it up, just attack the ref. So he hits a 450 to Bryce Rensburg, taking him out. And then the Good Brothers come out, and it's all anarchy, all chaos. Penta takes him out with a tope con. Cutler tries to do the spray, but he's like, every time I try to spray, the guy counters. So he's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then decides to do it. But the elite hunter shows up. Yeah. Yeah. The, what is it? The Punisher? Frankie Zarin. Yeah. He shows up. He sends a guy through it. Cutler through a table. While this is happening, it's Penta and Eddie who hit the fear factor into the Urican, but there's no ref to pin this thing, but it looked great. The new ref runs in. He's counting it, but it gets pulled out on a two count. Eddie Kingston grabs this sack and reveals and dumps out thumbtacks in the match here all over the place. But before he can throw someone on it, it's Penta and Nick, I think, who are up top. And it's Penta who ends up getting a Hurricanrana onto them. Luckily, Penta's wearing, like, body protector, mm. so it, maybe it didn't hurt as much. But then the Bucks pick up the thumbtacks and start throwing it in the guy's faces, yeah. into their eyes, into their mouths. The finish is when they stuff Eddie Kingston's mouth with thumbtacks and then double super kick him, double pin him, and the Bucks retain the titles. Really fun match. Uh, I think it was a good idea adding the street fight stipulation. Uh, seeing that we just had this match open dynamite last week, it felt very different. Uh, the whole uh, like the tables, everyone getting involved, the thumbtacks. Uh, yeah, I, I thought this was really enjoyable, and for me, uh, definitely the match of the night. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, the the thumbtack stuff we've seen the Bucks do before, mm. especially on the Indies in, in Ring of Honor and stuff. They've done some vicious finishers with the thumbtacks and a super kick with the thing. And, and Janela's done it as well. And yeah. Stuff. But yeah, uh, it was it was fine. It, I, I liked it more than last week, but it was more maybe it was even more chaotic. But I think I preferred last week's match. Yeah, it was more uh, of the wrestling. That's more the style I enjoyed. Yeah. But I think it was a good idea doing something completely different from last week's. It had a mix of everything mm. going on in it. Uh, I love the Young Bucks. They definitely deliver for me. Um, and part of me was like, uh, we should change things up why not give it to eddie and penta mm. randomly but then as it went on i'm like no no, no, we need to keep this yeah i'd prefer to wait and see like a proud and powerful get it like proud and powerful tag team yeah yeah proud and powerful is the baby faces yes faces the, the bucks would definitely Eventually, yeah. yeah i think i I'd, I'd like to see them uh i i was expecting maybe moxley coming out for a save here as well but the oh, okay. sh- freshly shaved head john yeah. moxley uh but didn't happen, but yeah. Be back next week? I guess so. Mm-hmm. So that was AEW. There were some highs and some lows. It seems to be a reoccurring thing where it's like everything kind of should just play out and seems like it would be so easy. And there was like different twists and turns that kind of didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. So it's like they got to work out some of the kinks, I guess, in a lot of the things. Because it's like Andrade, character. Everyone is aware of him. That he's fucking sick. The pants. <laughs> and Vicky. Yeah. Alistair Black shows up. He's Tommy End. Well, actually, no, he's 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 Tommy End, but he's he's not Tommy End. He's Malachi Black, and he, he's he's back. He's he's kicking people. So it's like, all right, well, let's, let's just call him the, that then. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> especially just... with viewers who just know him as Alistair Black. Yeah. Then you're going like, what? You're giving me two more names? Yeah. Um, I uh, I think it's unfair for me to like fully grade this show because I was completely out of it 
for a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, not completely out of it, but I was tired today, uh, partying too much from the England win. Uh, but I, I did enjoy the main uh, quite a bit. The rest didn't quite hit for me. Uh, I was a little underwhelmed with the rest. I think the highlight for me was seeing Hangman and Kenny face to face. Yeah. Uh, through the thick of of it, it still stuck out that like, okay, cool, they're gonna do a slow burn with this, and Kenny's aware of Hangman now, interested in the title picture. You can definitely stretch this out for all out. Is what I would. Oh, I think that one can absolutely stretch yeah. all out. Yeah, I I think that's the route they go, uh, and then with with the the the. Was it the tag match as well? But but Alistair Black showing up was probably the highlight. It was pretty it was cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. And it kind of makes wasn't the crowd. Yeah, it. It, I wasn't expecting it. It gave the crowd a buzz that like it looked so much fun to go to a crowd to see a wrestling show and again. do the lights out, lights off. Uh, sorry, lights off, lights on thing. Yeah, for a big reveal, which only really works with a big crowd. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. That was a big moment. Like I didn't dis- dislike this show. It no, just, I it, didn't. I I was just. Too tired. Yeah. Wasn't uh, topping in the, the England game today. Yeah, it's true. Nothing would. No. Nothing would. Uh, so that was Dynamite, and we'll be talking all about it next week as they continue with their, like, on the road again yeah, tour. They got nice. Fighter Fest. They got all sorts of stuff going on. So we'll be doing this uh, every week. We'll be covering Dynamite every Wednesday. After the show, about 10.15, we record this show on the Twitch. So come hang out on Wednesday nights if you're uh, watching the show live, and then... Come hang out with us. Absolutely. You'll see us in our uh, full gear. Mm-hmm. Our face paint mm-hmm. and all that yeah. stuff. Uh, well, uh, thanks, everyone, for being here. Uh, not Davey, of course. Sorry. <laughs> um, you can follow us at Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and join the Facebook group because you guys on in the Facebook group are making decisions. Like the, big, the Deep Blue Sea review, you guys helped pick this movie over Jaws, over Sharknado, over everything. So that was a big deal. We're celebrating Shark Week, which starts Sunday. And then next week, we're doing a best match ever shark cage match. Oh, yeah. So send in your recommendations. For- what are your favorite <laughs> shark cage matches? We know you've got them. You know you have Everyone a- has that favorite that shark cage match. Let favorite. us know. Let yeah. us know. Uh, oh, another thing I saw was uh, Kenny Omega tweeted that guy Vikingo from mm-hmm. AAA. Because Kenny's going to be fighting Andrade yep. in AAA. Vikingo did, had a match where he did uh, Kenny's move like off the top, and okay. Kenny was like, "Oh, like you, th- it takes a lot to do that. That looked great." And Vikingo's like, "Hey, thanks." And Kenny's like, "Yeah, I'll wrestle you." So Conan's tweeted like, "Hey, you guys should re- have a match," and Kenny replies, "Money, money, money," mm-hmm. meaning pay it. Uh, but Vikingo is someone we were like, "Hey, yeah, this guy's impressive. This guy should be a star," and he does some like springboard 630s and all sorts of crazy mm. shit. So that's kind of a low-key dream match there in the Lucha world with Kenny uh, in AAA. But uh, yeah. Um, and then uh, another thing is a lot of the... You got to listen to Shot in the Dark with John Cena on this feed as well. But a lot of these guys, for it's AEW, like kind of not going on the road. So it's like you're not fired because you you weren't under contract, but you're not like being heavily... they've been using the, the locals, yeah. of course. Uh, but now they're on the road, it's... You find local talent usually, don't you? You'll yeah. find someone from a school in Austin to right. to fill that part, I guess, rather than... You're not going to take all the, your guys from Tampa, are you? You're not going to take J.D. Drake, though? I know. I love J.D. Drake. I do. Kylan King. Okay, well... Pull one out. I mean, I, I, I like J.D. Drake. I, I think he should have been signed to WWE. I think yeah. they missed the mark uh, there. But, uh, yeah, we'll see where they go. But AEW continuing on strong they're going definitely going in the right direction with some of these things some of the things are silly and ridiculous but that's what pro wrestling is yeah. so that's that's it thank you so much for listening and subscribing patreon.com slash up next five bucks a month north america tier all the podcasts in the past best match ever movie reviews everything it's all there that's it all right you all right yeah you made it yeah do you want to tell the people? You've been signing off for like 15 minutes. Just end the fucking show. Yeah, right. I want to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Now you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. You're not even going to sign off? No. <laughs>
Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.